0: And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Camera Molly Show. With me is Ming Chen.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: And I'm Camera Molly. So uh, we've we've got a little bit of news regarding sports and how this uh, stuff is going to happen.
1: The return. The return. Yeah, the, the th- return. The comeback. Um.
0: Yeah, hopefully.
1: Is it gonna happen? What's it gonna take for it to happen? And then even with all these proposals and outlines and 67-page handbooks and no spitting and <laughs> and like and no touching your face, uh, yeah. what's gonna come of it? Uh, I have read proposals for I guess three out of the four sports: so hockey, basketball. Baseball. Haven't heard much from NFL other than maybe Well
0: NFL is coming back in that's September. That's when this thing's hopefully gonna be kind of under control and we'll actually be able to see each other again. So. Yeah.
1: But uh when does when do training camps usually start? Sometime in July ish late
0: late July.
1: Late July. So and we're and it's a couple months from now. And uh yeah, whether or not the facilities oh, wait.
0: Wait a second. That could actually be huge for um, California because their their uh, stay at home is lasting until August. Right. Although, and the Rams aren't going to be able to. The Rams Chargers. Thank God the Raiders got out of there in time because <laughs> yeah. they can't they can't have training camp.
1: Yeah, they're in Las Vegas, which is more or less lawless right now. So, like, <laughs> they, yeah. I mean. I, I would imagine... Okay, that, first of
0: all, there is no laws in Vegas, okay?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> I've been there. I've seen it. It's, uh, it's a wild, wild west out there. Um, yeah.
0: It's, and, uh, uh,
1: yeah. And, uh, so I guess they have uh, they have a couple months to ponder, to wait things out, to see what, what's going to happen, to see if people are still getting sick, uh, to see how safe they're able to get. I mean, the only thing I've heard is uh, they've allowed some of their front office staff to go back and work out of their offices. Um, but uh, yeah, but other than that, it's I like really if there's nobody
0: else there, why the hell would you go? Why the hell would you go to your office if you're not even going to see... Uh...
1: Um, I mean, you know, say you have a sweet backdrop. You know, your office is at the stadium and, and the window behind you is the field. Like, I, I don't oh, know. It's, yeah. a good, it's pretty good scenery, right? So Yeah, and
0: you could probably go on the field... Oh, yeah, I would work I'd on probably the field. Walk, walk, walk down, walk on the field.
1: I would, like, take my laptop and work on the field. Or in the stands, at least. Get some fresh air, like if it's not a dome uh, stadium. Yeah. Or uh, I remember I told you that story. I took a tour of uh, the Minnesota Twins' uh, yeah. Target Field. And they were telling me how uh, the, some of the players hooked up their PlayStation 4s. Up to the Jumbotron.
0: Oh yeah, up to, yeah. you told me about this. And they
1: were playing Call of Duty on there. And uh, I was like, oh, man, my God. that's pretty sweet. Like, uh, whatever. I don't, I don't even know how many feet wide that screen is. How but. the
0: hell do you... Okay, first of all, how the hell do you get your PS4 linked to the Jumbotron? How many extension cords... Do you have to use?
1: I'm sure it's controlled in some kind of like uh, control room, right? So, you know, just run a couple of wires out there. But you're right. I would like to be standing on the field as I play. So um, yeah, (laughs) I just I wish maybe there's a YouTube video of them. It's hopefully somebody documented this. I would love to see it. And um, yeah, I I would be it would be fun. uh, Like what's the biggest like uh, scoreboard or screen? Probably the one in Dallas, maybe.
0: Yeah, Jerry Jerry World.
1: Yeah, Jerry World. How awesome would it be to play like Madden? Apparently, in that? I,
0: I think a couple years ago and if and correct me if I'm wrong, but apparently a couple years ago I think I saw commercials for it. There was a raffle or like sweepstakes you could get. And it was like there were commercials for it. You could play Madden. On the Jerry World Jumbotron,
1: <laughs> I—that would be awesome.
0: Okay, first of all, if it's any TV, I'd play video games on. I'd play Jerry World.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, by far, <laughs> by far. That thing is—that thing is almost the length of the football field. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't been there. Oh, yeah,
0: yet. that thing is just—it's like, gigantic. It's—it's it's, like even though I can't stand the Cowboys, I I can't help but like the stadium.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah. Like so if I'm, it's any, fo- <laughs>
0: any football stadium I could go to, definitely. Either that or Lambeau Field.
1: Oh, yeah. that I mean, that's more for the history and the uh,
0: – Yeah, Lambeau is just for the history. Um,
1: I want to tailgate. I want to eat a bratwurst outside in the parking lot with the cheeseheads. All of that. And, okay.
0: Um, if you're going for a good tailgate experience, you go up to Buffalo. <laughs> okay just like jumping there's nobody there are no fans that are crazier than bill's fans okay it's
1: cold though but it gets a cold at lambo too so what do i say uh, yeah
0: it yeah it gets cold up in buffalo yet these people are still lighting tables on fire and <laughs> jumping through them uh, I, i'd so go to a I, I'd, I'd so go to a tailgate in buffalo just to because Bills fans, like, like if I'm wearing a jersey of the opposite team, they're not gonna kill me. They're not. No. Like they're not Yankee fans. They're not gonna.
1: Yeah, they're not Raiders. These aren't Raiders fans we're talking about, or Browns fans even. So like, you're not going to the dog pound. You're like <laughs> they're not rude. Yeah,
0: they're not rude. They're nice, but they're insane. Yes. Like, I'd love to just just go around jump through a table. No, break a few ribs.
1: Yeah, why not? And
0: then, and then eat a few.
1: <laughs> then eat a few ribs, and then, yeah, we'll, and all this, yeah, life is Yeah, good.
0: I've only been the one tailgate, and that was I think I, I was seven. Yeah, when the Giants played the Falcons, the last Giants home playoff game. By the way, this was back in two
1: thousand
0: twelve. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was I was tailgating. I was having a good time, and. I remember uh, they, they had a TV set up in the back with like a PlayStation 2. And they had Madden. remember I chilled there. I remember I was playing Cornhole and I don't remember a lot of the food, but it was probably fantastic. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, burgers and hot dogs and, and what Lord knows what. Although, in the fourth
0: quarter at the game, though, I actually at that game, interestingly enough, I don't know if you know who she is, but I actually met. met uh, Kim Jones at at that game oh right on like the Giants uh like you know how every like on the NFL network every team kind of has a reporter yep. yeah for sure yeah Kim Jones like that was like she's that reporter and oh, yeah. I remember I was like at the game I I don't remember like I kind of do my dad remembers but but yeah I actually I actually met her at that at the game that's cool. And then the fourth quarter, I remember eating cheese fries, and <laughs> I couldn't see anything because I was seven,
1: right? It, it all blew- when Hakeem Nicks when Hakeem
0: Nicks caught a really long touchdown, I could barely even see it. Oh
1: man! Well, if you went back now, you could definitely see it. I think you tower over. Oh uh, yeah. Else, so <laughs> I think-
0: uh, it was like it was probably the. It wasn't the biggest game stakes-wise I went to. That was uh, the 2012 Stanley Cup Final.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: it was game five, and what pisses me off so much about that is some Devil Sands, they're not as pissed off about the series because I'll go to my grave, and a bunch of our Devil Sands will go to their graves saying that we would have won that series. Like, we should have won that series.
1: If they would have taken one of those first two games, those two those overtime games, yes, for sure.
0: Okay, frankly, I'm um, in game one when Mark Fame missed that wide open net. That would be one nothing. Oh. Ilya Kovalchuk. Yes. Ilya Kovalchuk hit the post in game two. So Yes.
1: is literally... It would
0: be up 2 nothing, And then say we, we still get blown out in game three. Then we still win game four. And then game five is the game I'm at. And that's when I witnessed the doubles win the Stanley Cup while meeting Scott Niedermeyer in the process. Yeah,
1: absolutely. and um, it, was, it was
0: so funny. There was... Like all the Devils, okay, um, like like the devil like the '90s and '2000s Devils team was in the box right
1: yeah. next to us. <laughs> in in another,
0: so my in, mom was all like, like my mom, she was like, "Oh my god, I want I want to meet them." I like, we didn't meet Stevens because I would have remembered if I met Scott Stevens. Oh sure, yeah, but I but I think I have my. Like it's somewhere around here, but it it my rally towel. It was signed Scott Niedermeyer.
1: Numbers numbers up on the rafters. I was actually I was at his retirement his uh, number retirement game. That was fun.
0: Oh, um, really?
1: Yeah, that was fun.
0: I remember I went to like a show at at the Rock, like like a week I think after they retired Patrick Elyash's jersey. Nice. so i got a picture of
1: it you saw it up there
0: no like because i wasn't interested like we got a box like i like meanwhile people were kind of interested in the show i was just <laughs> i was just sitting there eating eating the food
1: oh yeah I, like, I every time i, I
0: was up- just staring i was just looking at like the retired jerseys i'm like oh, i that the like like there, there are twenty times where I'm like, okay, okay, Ken no Scott Stevens, Scott Hiermeyer, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, Remember okay. Eliash.
1: Yeah, I would love going there like almost every time I sit there and count the count the banners. Eastern Conference champion. Uh the
0: interesting question from like post Brodur and Eliash. Who on the team? has the biggest chance of having their jersey retired in the Rock. Just
1: straight up. That's a good question. Jeez. That's a really good question. Man, who's on the top of your list?
0: See, at the top of my list is probably Zay Jack. Really? As on the team right now, Zajac
1: God, We spent so much time Complaining about him and how he's overpaid and, Dude, uh,
0: I don't I don't complain about Travis Zajac I complain about his contract, but I don't complain about The player love Travis Zajac
1: Good point Like,
0: think about it, he's been around forever
1: He, well, yeah He has been around forever, sometimes uh, You know, it's like, wow, that's a, he's been on there a long time But <laughs> I, I mean based on longevity, yeah, I'd have to yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I never I don't know, man. I just never thought I, I like before that, he
0: was traded. Okay, before he was traded, if he signed a long term deal here, I was gonna go, Oh yeah, easily Taylor Hall.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, I was always, I was always hoping uh Zach Parise would be playing I <laughs> would be a devil oh, for life. Oh god, Zach Pizza. And Parise. uh I, okay. I, I oh, yeah. to see first that. of all,
0: if they didn't snake out Parise and Kolelchuk, their yeah, um, their numbers would be in the rafters.
1: Yeah. That's uh yeah. I mean and I still respect him. He's not my favorite player anymore, but he was. But <laughs> until he like, went to freaking went to Minnesota. Um
0: Zach Parise, I don't I don't really have a lot against Parise because like Minnesota, that's his home, and he didn't anchor the Devils in a massive contract, yeah. and then end up dipping to another country while he was still on the Devils payroll, and he was expected to be their face of the franchise.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can imagine that he was sitting back in Minnesota, just laughing at that point. I was like, "Well, you could have could have kept me," and I wanted I wanted them to keep him, but I. Don't run yeah,
0: I don't have. Well, thing is, I, um, Zach Parise and Ryan, thing is during that free agency, apparently uh, I learned this from a tree video. Um, Zach Parise and Ryan Suter they, they were in the same free agent class and they signed with yep, Minnesota. Yep. They were apparently if they were a joint package, it was like a Katie and Kyrie situation.
1: Yep.
0: If you got one, you got the other. Yep. And. They were both from Minnesota, and they were kind of conspiring. They were like, "Yeah, I I just want to go here," (laughs) and they ended up going to Minnesota. That's
1: collusion. (laughs) Yes, it's collusion.
0: Yes, it's a little shady, right? But hey, it's legal,
1: right? You know, when you have that much, when you're good and you have that much pull, you can kind of you can kind of finagle things like that. So. Um, yeah you kind of do it yeah you. you know what yeah I'm, I'm on the current roster yeah I guess they would based on longevity stats and you know maybe some x-factors uh yeah I guess Zajac would probably be in the next one um I'm he just didn't come to mind immediately when you asked me that question we'll put it that way so
0: but,
1: <laughs> uh you know can I put him in the pantheon of of uh Eliash or Niedermeyer, or Scott Stevens, or no, Danico, or no. Rodert. Yeah, no. see, that's where that's, yeah. So, but uh, those
0: are Hall of Fame caliber players. Yeah,
1: so that's, that's what I'm basing my criteria on. But uh, so speaking of the NHL and the return, and I guess based on all four sports, they have the greatest chance, I guess, of starting up with, um, I mean.
0: They actually have a plan. No, they are coming back.
1: They are coming back. Um, so now that they
0: have the greatest chances that they, they, they—it's confirmed—they're coming back.
1: Yeah,
0: it'll be at least in July.
1: Yeah. So 2014 playoff format, um, which initially when I saw oh, okay. that, you know, we okay. we, we, we did the, I did the math. I, we looked at the, we looked at the standings last week or a couple of weeks ago, and we we're like, oh man, really? Twenty? You couldn't have made it 26 or like 28. Of course I couldn't, but, um, of course. New Jersey is literally right on the bubble. Like, literally.
0: Yeah. On yeah, that bubble. Okay, make, okay. The Devils, in <laughs> the span of one pandemic, went from a really shit team that finished miles away from the playoffs yes. to a shit team <laughs> that if they held half of the leads that they blew... They'd be in a playoffs. That's spot.
1: what kills me There were so okay, many winnable that's games
0: That's how to make this hurt even more
1: It's. I remember
0: I was watching Like when, when the season was postponed I'm like, okay At least I'm not going to deal with the pain Of watching the Devils This just makes it hurt even more And you know what And you guess who made the playoffs The Rangers Of course Of course, of course. Of course the Rangers make my You know what I'm expecting the Rangers To go on some gigantic run Because oh yeah God just loves the Rangers Apparently And the hockey world Just loves the Rangers
1: Right Um But guess yeah I
0: swear to God I have yet to see someone Who Who like Genuinely dislikes The Rangers Are the Devils fans And Flyers fans And Islanders fans
1: Right Although it's just
0: kind of a, kind of a quadfecta of hate. Although the Devils Devils and Islanders, they're cool.
1: Sure. Oh yeah. Oh, it's always been like that. Yeah. But I, Devils uh, and
0: Islanders fan, yeah, we're cool.
1: Yeah. Um
0: The Rangers. <laughs> Rangers fans and Devils fans. Okay, historically, since the Devils have come in, the Devils have historically been better than the Rangers. The last time the Rangers actually beat the hell out of the Devils and in the like, or not even beat the hell out of them, just beat them in the playoffs was 1994.
1: Yeah, which uh, Ranger fans love to hang on to that year that was 26 years ago.
0: That That's <laughs> why, okay, from your perspective, someone who was alive for both '94 and 2012, yes, how good did it feel when Adam Henrique scored oh, the goal? Oh my god, I so you could stop hearing Matto, Matto, Matto. Just a ring in your head.
1: Going into that game, uh, I was like, I don't think I want to live in a world where the Rangers win this series. And uh, I had a pit in my stomach. I was, like, sweating that that whole day. That series was brutal. That last game, I was sweating. I was like, dude, if the Rangers win this game... Like, I, you know, it's probably over at that Because then it's all
0: over again. It's like, oh my god, the Devils had the series lead yep. at home. And then it's like, oh my god, well, it's not as bad as the Messier hat trick. Nothing will be worse yeah. than the Messier guarantee and the hat trick.
1: Yeah, and then...
0: um, Like, and, like then you're sitting there, the Devils have the 2-0 lead. Of course. And then they blow it.
1: Which they usually did.
0: And then... Although like then just a minute in the overtime Alexei Panikarovsky just throws that puck yep. on yep. net. Yep. And then I could just imagine watching that. Well like I didn't actually watch it. I think I was in bed by that time. Oh. But, <laughs> but like I could just imagine seeing that as like an adult. Just looking at that it, and then the heart attack. It like,
1: ah, 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 ah. was like there was that moment of hesitation. Like, did it go in? Did it go in? It's like, holy crap, I think it went in. And then it was like it went in and there's no no penalties. No one was in the crease. That's a good goal. The light la- no, no, lamp no, no, no penalties. The, the penalties. Lamp, the lamp was going off and I was like, Holy crap. And uh, yeah, I was uh yeah, I was in public and I was screaming shy. I hugged a three hundred pound guy that I didn't even know we were hugging each other, like it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh
0: yeah, but, that's how that's how sports work like. That's right. Like when I went to a Yankee game, oh yeah, when when Joe Carlos standing at a home run, you bet your ass, I high-fived the stranger oh, yeah. next to me.
1: Oh yeah. Oh I high-fives all around. So yeah, that was a that was a great moment. That was a great moment. Even after that, like, I remember,
0: I was the one who initiated that. I'm like, "Hey." Yep.
1: <laughs> even after that moment, I was like, "All right, Devils are going to the Stanley Cup finals." I, I was almost in a point where I was like, "You know what? I don't even care if they win." <laughs> you know that like the yeah, real they battle. They were
0: 17, then you find out they're facing the 8 seed LA Kings, and then you're like, "Oh God."
1: Yeah, but I was. Uh, I was initially
0: like, I thought it was going to be Devils Coyotes. I know,
1: which would have been weird.
0: That would. Oh my God, dude! It's <laughs> the Battle of the Poverty franchises. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um But yeah, literally. So with this 2014 playoff, the Devils are literally three points out of it, which it yeah, easily could have gotten by twelve overtime losses. Twelve. 12. Yeah, not to mention that very first game opening night, they go up what four. four nothing.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I want to say some of the doubles fan base right now. And oh my god, I feel so bad for being right, but I am. I remember those first six games. We started like shit. We were 0-6, and double chance like, oh, it's just six games. Oh no no, it's still early. And then guess what? What three points out of playoff spot three, yeah, three, three,
1: yeah, behind being freaking uh, well, they <laughs> behind what Buffalo and Montreal. I was like, come on, like this, it, it, it that makes it sting a little more. If it was like 12 points out. Or whatever. Uh, okay, if we were like the, the, the Red reading? Wings and we were just sure. so completely terrible yeah. that we were just at the bottom of the barrel,
0: um, I'd be like, okay. And I remember lately before the season ended, we were playing
1: so well. Remember that? Uh, yeah, I think uh, – We after- were 6-2-2 two, and two in our last 10. Yeah, and uh, like 19 19- – remember we just blew out the Rangers yep. yeah, that- at the Garden. Yep, that felt We just good. beat
0: the Blues and – and I remember, I think we like lost a game to the Pens by a hair. Yep,
1: yep. And uh, so whenever I hear anyone's like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, it's just one game. We'll get him next time." I'm like, "No, it's not just one game. Those okay, no, points okay. matter. Okay, those okay. points if matter." I, okay,
0: if if okay, next year, if the, like not if when the Devils start terribly, and you you double cents say. Oh, it's only a few games. It's still early. I'm going to cite this. I'm going to cite this godforsaken, decrepit, <laughs> torture chamber of a season, which somehow hurts even more. I, I don't know how the hell it's possible, but, but I don't know how they did it, but it happened. Right. They made this season somehow be even more irritating. When for months, the entire NHL community was just driving this hot nail into a bullet wound, it somehow got worse. <laughs>
1: and then poured okay, salt they pretty over much, it.
0: After driving that hot nail into my bullet wound, which, by the way, came from like an anti-tank rifle, right, that was the first... Yeah. which was like the the, the, <laughs> the opening game the NHL community laughing at us we were the we were a joke and I remember when the season was suspended I'm like okay thank god at least we're not going to get laughed at let's wait until the draft lottery it'll yep. be fun we're going to get in our undeserved first overall pick And then this comes "We're like, oh, yeah, you were three points out of a playoff spot when you lost 12 games in overtime. You blew the opening game when you had a four-goal lead against the Jets. You blew a two-goal lead against the Coyotes, and you blew a three-goal lead against the Panthers, all in that six-game span, by the way. So, yeah, if they hold on to those very manageable leads, they're in the playoffs.
1: Which just kills me. Absolutely, Devils
0: Yeah, good friggin' day, man.
1: Yeah, good day. Yeah, they, they I, this... I. mean, if it was gonna end, of course it ends like this, though. So,
0: like, when when will this nightmare end?
1: <laughs> when will it end? I don't. I can't tell you that, but hopefully soon. Well, and, and, you know,
0: and you know what's going to happen. The one year, the Devils are in a good part of the draft lottery where there's a, a clear-cut first overall pick and transcendent talent. They're going to drop back five spots in the lottery, you know, just because. Yeah,
1: just because that's how it works. That's you know,
0: <laughs> There is a way that this season could hurt more. And you know what? That's, that's why I think it's going to happen. They're going to somehow find a way to make this season hurt more. No, it's, screw it. The New York Rangers are winning the Stanley Cup. That's what's going to happen. Okay, that's yeah. what's gonna happen.
1: I let's say, God forbid, they do.
0: Okay, if they do win the Stanley Cup, I'm quitting Twitter. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going off do of that. social media. I am just going off of social media because all I'm gonna see is spams. Like, I I can't. Okay, first of all, the devil's Instagram page is just gonna become a Ranger shit posting junkyard.
1: Yes, it and, will.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of shitposting posting Rangers fans are like, ah, 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 ah did we won the Stanley Cup. Which by the way, since like doubles fans, we were complete assholes in the offseason. We deserve this. Right. So um I remember oh yeah, we were we were so douchey in the summer. I remember after that draft, after we drafted Jackie's trade for PK Subban, we thought we were gonna win the Stanley
1: Cup. Yes, we did.
0: Stop lying. You 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 saw it in your dreams. You saw it, you saw Nico Heischer, you saw Taylor Hall hoisting Lord Stanley up high. You saw P.K. Subban
1: pumping uh, slap
0: shots from the point and actually scoring. Oh, we saw it all. We thought we were on top of the world. And then we traded for Nikita Gusev, who to be fair, actually hasn't been disappointing. Yeah. Oh, we saw Jack Hughes winning the Calder. We saw... <laughs> we saw... We saw Corey Schneider winning the Vesna. We saw everything. And we were so arrogant. We were so douchey. We deserve every bit of this.
1: Yeah. I... Yeah, I, well, I got I'm no... Telling
0: you, I'm telling you. Hey, this past season destroyed any... Modicum of optimism I had for both the Giants and the Devils.
1: <laughs> the, you're loving the Giants in two? Just because? Just uh, no, well, I oh, said the, you, okay, you remember, the season. Yeah, I remember. You, you remember when we
0: reviewed that schedule? I remember. You remember? I said, we can't win any of these games. Re- None of these games are where we're the clear cut better team.
1: I absolutely do remember that review of the schedule. And uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> He can't
0: uh, win any of these games. I, I remember I'm seeing posts on Instagram like, oh, is Lorenzo Carter going to break out? I'm like, we've been saying this for the last three years. No, he's not going to break out. Yeah. Okay. So how many, like how many goddamn uh, breakout season? How, how many comeback seasons were we supposed to see from like, like I, I'm thinking of a Giants player that was like, that's been supposed to have a comeback season for a super long time. And I'm not counting Eli because the the majority of the fan base was done with him at that point.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Like uh, Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. Good. Point. Yeah. Like, like we were just saying, oh, this is gonna be the. And don't get me wrong, Janoris Jenkins. Actually, no, I shouldn't say Janoris Jenkins. He's actually a solid corner. Um. He kept saying, "Guys, like actually, I can't think of a another player that was like good. Then came to the Giants, became bad, and then although there are players that have come to the Giants and then started sucking. Like I mean, look at our look at our free agency record from the last
1: few years. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, I'm just uh, i just notes on the uh, the hockey comeback. Uh, voluntary practices beginning in early June." That's phase two or phase one, uh, and then training camps for everybody after that, and uh, I guess so. I guess they're gonna play all in in what a one like a hub city, like Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then just gonna pl- follow a playoff format, and. I guess I'm trying to figure out when that happens. I guess that happens in July at some point. And uh, those players will go, um, I guess, into early fall at some point. Um, yeah. So, and then the top four teams get first round buys. So, Bruins, Lightning, Caps, and the Flyers uh, in the East. Jesus Blues, Christ, the Flyers, Av- the, I know The
0: Flyers right? is a top four seed. That's, I know, right? That, that feels How, so that, weird to that, say. That
1: stinks. And then. Uh, in the West, the Blues Avalanche, uh the Night, Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars, which is um yeah, so first round, uh each team will play conference-based round rob, three games each to determine to determine seedings, and then they go from there. Uh the other sixteen teams will uh best of five series. So this could be fun. I guess uh, oh, yeah, put, put together some brackets. Uh yeah, I'm just glad that decided they they didn't just can the whole season yeah that would have been the worst i think hockey like risk wise like everything's pretty much everyone's pretty much covered head to toe in um yeah in in what in like a hockey format of a hazmat suit yeah including a face shield for pretty much everybody so uh i think the transmission rate in a hockey game should be pretty low um and uh yeah they didn't say anything about letting people in the stands or anything so i mean i could you know i could care less really because uh, I, I don't imagine them' be going to any of these games, so um, and uh, yeah, the uh, the other seven teams that did not qualify, uh, their seasons have ended immediately and uh, they um, and so they're in the draft lottery. So yay, <laughs> And uh, as we mentioned, uh, yeah, the Rangers, you know, had this been a, a 16 game 16 team format, they would have been out, but now they're back in. And, um,
0: and they're going to go on some crazy run because that's just how the season works. Stuff goes right for the Rangers. They just become so likable. And, yep, that's that, That's just how the hockey world works.
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, this could be interesting. I, I And I will watch and we will comment. But, uh, you know, it's a bitter pill to swallow for sure. But it's been like that all season, I yeah. guess. What what could have been though if they've just tried a little harder in a couple of those games? If uh if they just would have uh skated a little faster, blocked a couple shots, not lost enormous leads. Yeah, it sucks. It stinks. So Yep. Um Yeah. Um yep, yep. You wanna talk about basketball real quick? Uh do you <laughs> okay, do you I care?
0: I don't really care that well what the hell is the plan for that anyway I I, I tried looking it up because I'm doing a school project I'm yeah. researching yep. how sports are coming back
1: yeah I I think the plan is to do the same thing uh 16 team playoff format
0: and but I, it's not conferences it's just uh, yep yep
1: they would see the top 16 teams uh, into, yeah top
0: know. 16 teams and then just kind of format them
1: yeah and then the uh, the plan is to, i guess take them down to uh disney world where they have multiple basketball, basketball courts Reams. and keep them in there so i guess uh i i where are they coining this like oh uh,
0: you can have disney world all to yourself
1: that could be kind of that could be fun i guess oh yeah
0: <laughs> dude imagine uh
1: it's like, hey, man, can we go on the rides afterwards after this is done?
0: Okay. Like, hey, man, you want to go on Space Mountain? There's no lines.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would be awesome. The Buzz Lightyear What What, get some
0: people back at work? What? What's, what's the arm in that? Opening up Disney World for the NBA players.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the I guess the projections have uh, training camps in July, a couple, couple between-team scrimmages in at disney world and then play start playing the playoffs in late july so or early august um but uh yeah they i guess they want to keep everyone over at disney world where they have a, uh, like a ton of uh sweet basketball courts um
0: yeah well they they have a whole espn
1: uh yeah the wild world of sports is that what it's called like the whole yeah. complex yeah that uh yeah that 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 could be cool and I'm trying to so
0: I've been to Disney World so many times, yeah, I've never been there.
1: Oh, the wild world of sports? Yeah. Uh, I haven't either. Like that's a thing that Apparently
0: you... there's a massive sports bar there.
1: I I mean, why wouldn't there be, right? Like that would be you uh, have yeah. a massive sports bar, that's the that's the place to do it.
0: Yeah. Um like downtown Disney, that's where all the like the crazy stuff is. Right. Like that's where all, like the stores are. That's where the big oh, right. diner yeah. movie theaters. That that was where I saw Rogue One.
1: Oh, cool! You saw that at, at like yeah, in
0: like in... at a diner movie theater where I got to eat chicken fingers and fries. It was awesome. That's cool.
1: Is that the one where you sit in the car?
0: No, no, not not that one. Okay, it was a... it's a it's an actual movie theater. Oh,
1: okay, you hit a button and they bring stuff. You order like on the an
0: actual AMC movie theater.
1: That's awesome. So like I...
0: with reclined seats. Yes. Although I tell you, nobody was laying down when Darth Vader cut through everyone.
1: No, I. (laughs) That was the best scene. Nobody was laying down. That was the best scene. Nobody was laying
0: down during like the entire last 45 minutes of that movie. It's great. Nobody was laying down. It's
1: 45 minutes. Pretty awesome. Um, So I think the NBA is proposing with the playoff series that they go with each seven game series throughout the whole thing, which. It's a little long, but I think they want to increase rev- ad- revenues. And uh, I was like, "Hey, if yeah, can go for it if you want." As opposed to the NHL five game series, but hey, if uh, if you want to do it that way, uh, more power to you. So, um, I have uh, yeah, I have no dogs in this fight, but uh, yeah, it uh, it, I'll you know I'll watch it for sure. That I guess in terms of transmission though with like all that sweat flying around and like (laughs) yeah people just you know setting picks um charging like all that
0: basketball could be a could be a problematic sport
1: it could be be. transmission wise so
0: and then you get into the factor of (laughs) what happens if someone gets infected right stay for the milwaukee bucks Giannis Antetokounmpo gets affected.
1: Right. He has
0: to quarantine <laughs> for two weeks. The entirety of the Milwaukee Bucks runs to the Greek freak. Right. And with no said Greek freak there.
1: Yeah, you're that's the
0: it. The Milwaukee Bucks they're <laughs> right. dead.
1: Exactly. So um I guess they're willing to take that risk though. And uh yeah, and do it that way. So that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah. So unless you have any other comments, uh, that would lead us to baseball, which uh, oh god, we're, it was
0: going so swimmingly. They had the talks. We're going along. Like on July Fourth, hey, they made my, hey, hey, we're had, gonna start on July Fourth. It'll be great.
1: They had a plan. We were gonna walk, see Garrett Cole throw a pitch. It it was we all gonna, going so good. We were going to see
0: so much, and, a, and then they talked about cutting a bit of the contracts. Right. And by cutting Money. a bit of the contracts, I mean cutting three quarters. Yes. And when you talk about cutting checks, that is that is think- the perfect way to piss off (laughs) the hive of Hornets that is known as the Players' Union.
1: Right, the MLBPA.
0: That is the equivalent of uh, hitting a Hornet's nest with a hockey stick. Right. And beating it 20 times. Because normally, when you hit a Hornet's nest with a hockey stick, you hit it once and then run like 500 miles away. What the MLB is doing is they're whacking the hornet's nest. That's filled with murder hornets with the (laughs) hockey stick and then staying there and whacking it about 20 more times. That is the equivalent of what the MLB owners are doing. Now, frankly, when it comes to the contracts, my personal solution because i want baseball and i think baseball is perfectly playable and a decent chunk of these players are still making uh like at like the least two hundred thousand bucks a year that is perfectly livable and if they <laughs> and if they have saved their finances and if they have saved their money well enough they'd still have millions more in the bank sure and they'd be fine and players that Say have 10 million plus dollar contracts like DJ O'Mehu, he's making three and a half million, you can still live off of that. Right. What my proposal is is to backload these contracts or spread a little bit, like if it's a super duper long-term deal, like Eric Cole, spread the money that's not being paid this year evenly among the rest of the eight years of his contract.
1: Yeah. It's like, hey, well, you know, we can't Due to everything going on, we can't pay your full salary this year. Even prorated, we'll split it up for the remainder of your contract.
0: Like either split it up, and either uh, liquidate it or dilute it upon the uh, like upon the rest of the contract. Yeah, or backload it. Right. Or backload it to the end of the deal.
1: Yeah, I. It's a good solution, but um. Yeah, you try to tell the owners that that they got to shell out even even through a uh, long term period of time. They, obviously, they don't want to do that. Okay,
0: uh, first of all, they got to pay the players their contracts. That's got to be something illegal. It's not like the NFL where where you sign for a certain amount of money yet you get thirty million less
1: guaranteed. Right. And I,
0: MLB is fully guaranteed. Right. They will have to shell out money. Right, they will definitely have to shell out money, and a lot of it. They're gonna have to, and not even a lot of money. They're just gonna have to pay their contracts.
1: Yeah. So some of
0: these owners may even have to pay out of pocket.
1: I think that's what they're trying to avoid, and that's where the the that's <laughs> that's where the that's where the uh, that's where the impasse is. Yeah, so. the, the
0: tens of millions of bucks out of pocket.
1: Yeah, so what I'm reading is uh, so the owners don't want to prorate the contracts as they agreed before when this all started. They want to share whatever revenue they got with the players. And then it seems like the more you make, the the more you have to lose on some kind of weird sliding scale of payouts. And of yeah. course.
0: Yeah. I don't know about that. But,
1: you know, in, you know in, in, in the end, uh, it, what this does is it pits the higher played players against the lower played players. Where the higher paid players are like, well, we, we're not gonna play then, and uh, I think that sucks. I think uh, I don't think that's gonna work at all. <laughs> and and um, the uh, yeah, they're and they're gonna they're gonna have to figure out something soon. There's not much time left. They're gonna have to start playing. They're gonna start have to start some kind of training in the next what two to three weeks at the latest. Yeah. And then start playing games yeah by July if you're going to get any kind of salvageable season. And uh yeah, it's not it's not looking good. It uh is not looking good. And uh you know, if you look at it, you know, you're kind of making the guys who are making the most money, which are the most talented players based yeah. on their salary as well, um take the most take the most hit out of all this uh, which isn't really fair, I don't think. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I I wish it was looking, I wish it was looking better and they had a clear cut plan for baseball to return in two or three weeks. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not looking good, but, uh, yeah, they're, and they're trying to get in 82 games. They're trying to get in at least half a season in July. So, uh, yeah. Um, it is gonna be I don't know how would you feel if they were like you know we're gonna we're screw it we're not even gonna play this year
0: I'd be I'd be I'd obviously be disappointed right. because had, i don't i I don't suffer through months <laughs> of the Giants and Devils and yeah at least pandemic at least you have the to Yankees to look, baseball get canceled
1: at least you had the the Yankees to look forward to like I,
0: I like know. I'm sitting there and I'm like Oh, I can't wait for the Yankees. Can't wait for the Yankees. Can't wait for the Yankees on the show. I'm like, oh, can't wait for the Yankees. Can't wait for the Yankees. Oh, the Yankees are going to be coming back anytime soon. Ah, pitchers and catchers. Ah, spring training. Ah, so,
1: coronavirus. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, and you as a fan, obviously, you have, you know, you had more to lose than I did as a fan for
0: sure. And if baseball's <laughs> not around, and I see the Rangers going a deep playoff run,
1: oh man, this is just like. Like not just salt in the wounds. This is like <laughs> this is like gunpowder in the wound and lighting yeah, it like fire. It's like gunpowder
0: with a match. With a
1: match with a big. And the Rangers match.
0: Stanley Cup championship is a match. Just lit up. I'm like, okay, if they win the Stanley Cup, I'm gonna put this match here.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, also, the union says, uh, you know, not only very we're very far apart on the salary salary negotiations, but we're also very far apart on health and safety protocols as well what
0: What the hell did i say (laughs) they're treating these players like toddlers right and the players union was gonna get pissed what do you know they saw that they were gonna get treated like toddlers and now they're pissed right what did i I called it
1: yeah so the uh you know the the no going out without permission clause is not going to fly. I imagine that's a big one. Oh um, uh, yeah. Dude, just just yeah, it. they we I mean we went through most of it on last week's episode and it was it, you know, we laughed at a lot of it too. So um, like I
0: was I was I was pissed. Like if I was a player and I saw, yeah, you can't go out to a restaurant even though around the majority of America it's going to be legal to go out to a restaurant even without a mask. Um like while you're sitting there and even without a mask, just like if I'm sitting there, if it's legal, then like if it is legal and it's not some emergency order from the government, then that is that's infringing on your rights. Right. That's absolutely infringing on your rights.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I believe so.
0: Like that is absolutely an infringement on on a not only on the right as a player but as a human like that is an a a legit infringement on human rights right at least in america at least over here
1: yeah for sure like i
0: I don't know what the rules are (laughs) across the pond but i uh, i don't know what it is
1: yeah they, they don't play baseball well they do but not at this level so
0: yeah like i don't know what it is but it's but it's ridiculous what they're demanding these players to do?
1: Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, but you know, at the heart of all of this, uh, you can't you can't tell players that, that they're getting a major pay cut. You just like you just it just doesn't they're work. Still like making that. millions. They of are, dollars, of course, though. of course they are, and uh, you know you can see it that way. It's like hey, you know, if you don't play, you make nothing. So get out there and play for whatever they're going to give you. But yeah.
0: Um, Although of course, I can get what they're saying.
1: Right. Of course you're going to fight that though. And that, of yeah, course- teams
0: are bleeding revenue. So even the Yankees, the, the, the money that they're losing, they're losing the money that they'd pay their pay, that they'd pay the players.
1: Yeah. And uh, so saying here, based on this weird sliding scale that some of the top players would only make 20 to 40% of their normal salary, which that's a pretty big cut. Yeah, I know they don't know they don't note anybody specifically, but I imagine, you know, if you're making uh if you're like Manny Machado, you're not you're not getting thirty million this year. You're I, you're getting a fraction of that. Although I'm not really crying over him if he gets only twenty percent of his salary this year. I'm not gonna
0: Yeah, I know you're not crying I'm over I'm not
1: him. crying over that. I don't think many people are crying over it, so
0: they'll put me out there. Put me out there. I'll play for
1: Right, I'll, pay, I'll play. Yeah.
0: For, I'll play for fifty thousand bucks.
1: Wow, you're so generous. Like, <laughs>
0: like, like I'll play for. They, like I, I definitely. Let alone eight million. Right, eight and a half million. I, I definitely. I'd put on. I'll put on a batter's helmet. I'll, I'll go eighty something games to make eight and a half million bucks. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. This is, uh, you know, how these negotiations drag out. I don't know if they can do it in time. I don't. I don't know how this is going to play out. I mean, unless the, you know, your idea is a pretty good one, or the owners are just going to be like, you know what, I can, I'm going to have to shell out to make the season go, and ultimately it'll be good for the game. So, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, we see some baseball, though. I'm I'm with you. Even if it's bad Orioles baseball, I'm <laughs> I'll okay, be, be there. be careful
0: what you wish for, buddy. I, be careful what you wish for, man.
1: I mean, you know, I suffered through what? Like okay, order?
0: you're in a way better. Okay, as a fan yes. of a terrible team, yes. you're in a better situation than me. For the sure. first time ever, you as an Orioles fan are in a better situation Absolutely. than me as a Yankees fan. Right. If the season does not happen... You are only missing out on one of the biggest atrocities in baseball. <laughs> with me, I'm missing out on one of the best opportunities this team is going to have at a championship this decade.
1: I uh, absolutely. So I can't agree with nothing more than the 2020 Yankees are a very solid team top to bottom.
0: Okay, the twenty twenty Yankees are the best team in baseball, and straight up, even without, even without even Severino, they're the best team in baseball. I'm right. sorry, like yeah. I, I, I'd like you to like press me with one team, top to bottom roster that's better.
1: Um, LA Dodgers. Dodgers would come close.
0: The Dodgers, well,
1: especially with the yeah, they
0: season. are doing the DH in the National League now, which, which is a <laughs> huge deal sure by the way just a gigantic just uh a, a, a by the way they're they're doing that
1: uh yeah absolutely that's a huge deal so
0: like i have a whole slide in my presentation of my project dedicated to the <laughs> adoption of the universal the DH. designated hitter. that's awesome the dh yeah that's awesome Now think about it like for for the future of the game it's going to extend the careers of so many players yes like it's more job opportunities for imagine somebody who's a dh in al entering free agency they can't field at all yep and they only have half of the entire league to choose from right now with the national league adopting the dh yep, now they're up. not restricted to one half of the oh. league they can go to the other that's 15 more teams they can choose from yeah totally and that's 15 more players that are gonna still have a job after they lose their fielding ability.
1: Yeah, for like, sure. Like
0: think about that. Fifteen players.
1: That's a lot.
0: Fifteen more fifteen more hitters on a starting roster, and think about the reduction to injuries for pitchers.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I
0: like on the base paths, like pitchers already made out of glass as it is, but <laughs>
1: Uh yes absolutely and uh you know I, I, when all is said and done you would rather see them on the mound than at the plate so oh
0: yeah definitely although it there were times where it was kind of fun to see the Yankees go in the a second like it was fun to see them go on the road and then see, see see Sabathia at the plate and then inevitably see him strike out because he's a pitcher and he's not supposed to hit.
1: Yeah, otherwise he's got like he's got a couple home runs, right? Like career. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, yeah, it would look kind of pretty ridiculous. So, I re- I, re- I remember that, totally remember that. So that uh, yeah, I uh, so again we were hoping this would be ironed out a couple weeks ago, but again we're sitting here waiting, and uh, saying that it's not uh. looking good. And players um,
0: unions players associations they are a
1: there's bulldogs man they do not let go they'll like bite they
0: down. are they're a stubborn bunch
1: they will bite down and not let go so why uh and there is not a lot of time left ladies and gentlemen
0: my bulldog will just put my put his mouth on my on my hand he'll, he'll just eat cat hair
1: yeah. I,
0: I, I don't know what kind of bulldog you're talking about. I don't know what. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if mine is even a dog. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what the hell that thing is. But
1: yeah, I like your dog though. Your dog is awesome.
0: <laughs> My dog is everything but a dog. Okay, he's a
1: vacuum. Okay.
0: He's, he's a cat. He's a pig. Right. He's he's a kangaroo. He's everything but a dog.
1: Oh, so you got four animals in one? That's awesome.
0: I've got four. <laughs> I've got three animals. And a cleaning product.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, you know, you don't get that every day, so. Yeah. <laughs> just like, this is bonus animals. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of animals, my cat, like, and he's big and fluffy. He's a Maine Coon. He just uh, went to, like, get groomed for the first time in, like, two months. They had to shave, like... They had to shave, like, like his ass. They had to shave his
1: ass. Wow,
0: <laughs> My cat just has two bald spots on his body, and he's so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just walked in. Like, after he came back, I just wanted to see him. Like, oh, my God, where'd they shave him? And then- <laughs> And I just walked in, I just saw him just like be like like, like you know that pissed off cat face that some cats I
1: do, make? yes.
0: Actually not some cats, all, all cats cats make that make. face. He had that face where he was just like he was just like I'm not amused.
1: That's uh that's that's funny.
0: And then he immediately just ran under a table. Right. That's what that's what my cat does when he's embarrassed.
1: That's funny. Oh, um, are you uh, are you following Eli Manning on Twitter with his oh new, his brand new Twitter my account? Are you following God. him? God, he
0: don't miss that guy. He that's the best Twitter account ever already. Like you know that Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson.
1: Yes, the match. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah, the match.
0: Okay. The winner of that actually I don't even know who won, but
1: Uh but Tiger and Payton won for sure. Of oh, course. They beat Mickelson and Tom Brady.
0: Okay. Yeah, well that's obvious. Tiger Woods is better than Phil Mickelson. I probably just made a nuclear take in the eyes of the golf world, but which is a debate that's probably been spanning for the last fifteen years, but but yeah, just
1: yeah, Eli man with the the roasting, man.
0: Roasting. Eli had what
1: else? And uh I uh I, I I I like those Manning the Manning family. They're good uh they're good with the insults, man. When uh they're good with the comebacks for sure. Which uh which I thought was great. So, uh, good on good on you, Eli. Uh not taking not taking Tom Brady's tweets lying down I thought it was great so yeah I was just uh, um, I I was just I was like hey man are you uh, I was just wondering if you were following him which uh, I imagine you were so I uh, I had no doubt so yeah Tom Brady welcome Eli Manning in typical fashion you never showed up until the fourth quarter anyway.
0: Yeah,
1: and then uh. <sighs> uh, to which Eli Manning went back uh, tweeted back uh, hope your golf game is as polished as your Twitter game don't hit it in the in the in the lumber yard um, referring to the match that was coming up so it's uh, yeah I'm trying to see uh, what's uh Eli Manning's follower account is currently at 291,200. Um, you know what, one of which will be me I'll, I'll follow him, sure, why not okay.
0: 291, he already has 291,000 followers yeah.
1: And uh, alright, I'm following him too I just I just started following him So And uh, Yeah, otherwise uh, A lot of his tweets seem to be sponsored So <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. he's, he's he's pitching for Frank's Red Hot Sauce, which uh, I was like Okay, yeah. that's good sauce <laughs> uh,
0: I, I don't need a lot of hot sauce yeah like maybe sometimes i'll put a little like mild sauce from taco bell on a burrito right which oh god now i could
1: i um, am frank now
0: i could now i could go for some taco bell damn it
1: Ah, sorry what um what do you think uh eli manning what do you think he gets paid per tweet for frank's red hot sauce Uh, it's gotta be based on a per tweet basis right He's got to be getting something pretty sweet for each tweet,
0: or a, or it's a, uh, maybe it's like how many hits it gets, how many impressions, how many likes, how many replies. Yeah, I guess.
1: Uh, I mean, it's got to be maybe in the thousands, right? It could be like ten grand per tweet. That that's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah, can't argue with that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm still tweeting for fun. So, not, I have not tweeted for profit yet. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm still just.
1: But, oh well. Oh, but speaking of Twitter, follow Cameron Woolley Show on Twitter. Follow Cameron yep, Woolley Show yep. on YouTube for, uh, to see I all Follow, of this. Uh,
0: Cameron Woolley Gaming on YouTube. Yep. That's my game. Follow channel. the I'm new try
1: Cameron Woolley Gaming where you'll, uh, you'll go. News commentary and, and some gameplay from Cameron Woolley and his amazing gameplay. He uh as mentioned yeah. last week and he went on a, a, a twenty three kill streak
0: in Destiny Two. That's Destiny a, two
1: definitely worth watching. And uh, yeah,
0: it's yeah, yeah. But in amazing you got to put air quotes, quote unquote, amazing <laughs> gameplay. Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Hey, in a world without sports, is definitely worth watching. Yeah, definitely. That's championship um, play it, right there, my friend. It's fun, for sure.
0: The <laughs> I mean, Destiny Two, even though the season is horrible, um, like that, like the the way they handled this season in Destiny Two has yeah. been beyond terrible. <laughs> like it, okay, Ming? Yes. Um,
1: do tell. Say,
0: in a video game, in an online, like MMO, PvP, PvE, kind of an environment like World of Warcraft. Yes. Say there is a certain type of weapon that is so overpowered (laughs) that's like overpowered or like a weapon type that's overpowered and is running rampant in PvP. Yes. And it's ruining the experience for a chunk of players who value using different weapons. Right. Now, what do you do in this situation? Do you pick A? Do you nerf the weapon that's that's uh running rampant and and killing a lot of people b do you buff other types of weapons so you end up in a chaotic neutral modern warfare (laughs) 2 kind of situation where everything is broken to the point where nothing's broken or do you go with option c Add in another type (laughs) of broken weapon. The most, which is more broken than all the other types of that weapon. I think this one's obvious. Which one Bungie chose for Destiny Two? They add in. They decide the absolute worst time to bring back the most broken shotgun in this entire series of I, history. They brought back, I, saw, I have a video on it. They yes. brought back Felwinter's Lie, which was, which dude, there's like in destiny one, there was this shotgun or there now there is a shotgun in destiny 2. It was It's called Felwinter's Lie. It was so busted. You could like, if there's a shotgun in that game, That can kill while you're social distancing.
1: (laughs) That's that would be it. That that that's (laughs) not good. No, they ended up bringing it
0: back, and its intrinsic perk is a perk that was in Destiny One, but was so busted that Bungie had to remove it, and then they decided to bring it back. When the state of PVP is already a chaotic dumpster fire, right? That I have seen so many bad decisions from bungie in destiny and destiny 2 this is up there as one of the worst and and what preceded it as well right but before the quest to get the gun the final step was bugged for about 3 days so you couldn't even get it so that <laughs> gave people time to i remember oh my god it was like like last Sunday night at like like 11.30 at night, I remember I, I got the, the final step of the quest. I was going in with my buddy. I'm like, all right, I'm yeah, going to do this, this quest. Yep. And, then, and then, yeah, all right, I'm going to get Phil Winter's Live. Woo! And then uh, I found out that it was bugged, and then I went on Twitter, and sure enough, I'm not the only one with this problem. I swear to God, man, that this... Like, I still play this game. And I'm still going to play this game. I'm still going to put money into this game. Yes. Which will probably tell you how I'm going to handle my finances when I'm older. But, but, I mean, for some reason, their fall expansions are always just amazing. Like, year one of Destiny 2 is a disaster. It was an unmitigated disaster. But then Forsaken comes out, their big expansion and it fixes everything it's amazing it's one it it's destiny with an actual storyline and characters right. which you know doesn't happen yeah. <laughs> and then the seasons that preceded it season of the forge of fantastic season of the drifter oh my god season of opulence it was great gameplay and then shadow keep comes out And then that expansion, that main storyline is good. And then they decide to not stick to that storyline and then go to, Oh yeah, the Vex, they're there in some sort of, Oh, the Vex, they're coming to the moon. And then they don't touch on the thing that made shadow keeps story good. And then they come out with season of dawn, which is just mediocrity and then season of the worthy, which is terrible. Which, with a good setup, a fantastic setup, but then they do nothing with it, and then they say, oh, yeah, we're going to have... Ro- Ro-. Like, oh, yeah, you know uh, how there's this big ship that's about to crash into the Earth? Oh, yeah, let's just do a race war between Guardians. Like, that, that's the logic of the, the characters in this universe, and yeah. it's the logic of Bungie.
1: Yeah, right on. So,
0: <laughs> and, that, and when I said race war... I literally mean it. Hunters, warlocks, and titans competing against each other. That's what I mean by race war. Yeah. That's that is.
1: So subscribe to Cameron Woolley Gaming.
0: Yeah, yeah, subscribe to Cameron Woolley Gaming. On it's YouTube. got good content. Right. And now. weirdly enough, even though the season has been terrible, it's my best performance-wise i've never played better
1: yeah it would appear so so uh yeah capture more of that i want to see it
0: oh I yeah hopefully it. i can get some more content i stayed up until two forty-five <laughs> in the morning on sunday and a raid
1: that's, that's what you do so all right right on you got anything else
0: all right i want to check see if there's anything else on twitter trending even though i hate checking the trending uh. tab on twitter like I, I hate checking the trending tab on Twitter because all I see eh, is it's just all, a bunch of
1: it's all weird and garbage. But hey,
0: yeah, the the all right. I'll check sports. Oh my god, I, I can filter my. Apparently, John Boyega is trending. Like on the, apparently, he said something on like a live stream. I don't know. There's another hashtag. It's cancel Burger King.
1: <laughs> I like Burger King. I mean so they. No. Don't like they've been really trying
0: me. to do that to McDonald's for the last yeah. few years. Remember that whole pink sludge rumor?
1: I remember that. I was still eating chicken nuggets, so
0: like I'm still the- eating that. I'm like, dude, you can make that out of right whatever you want. I'll still eat it.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right.
0: <laughs> like you can make that. Like you know that SpongeBob episode?
1: I do. Where
0: yes. where they uh, where? Like they print the Krabby Patties? Yes. And it's like that weird gooey material. Yes. Even if it was made out of that, I'd eat it.
1: Yeah, totally. Because it tastes good. Totally. Now I want chicken nuggets. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: that's not, that's not, hey, hey uh, I, when you mentioned the hot sauce that made me crave Taco about I know.
1: So. I'm going to go get all of that right now. So, Or I'll door dash it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. So, all right.
0: <laughs> all right. Anyways, from Ming Chen and the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. I'm Cameron Molly. Stay classy, New Jersey.